0: So it's been kind of a long week for everybody. Um, and so I didn't want to make y'all think on my question of the week. Um, but I knew that we were all going to drink. So my question for the week, my I almost said the question for the drink.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my question for the week, uh, what is everyone sipping on? Um, I want to start with Lydia because yours is... You you brought a koozie, so I literally have no idea what you're drinking right now.
2: Well, I mean, I had to keep it cold in the car when I've got the heater on on the way over here, so I mean, it just made sense, but no, you know, it's December, it's it's holiday time, it's it's cranberry cider. It's very, very festive.
0: Ooh. I notice you're also drinking something cranberry-y, Tabitha. I am.
2: It is
1: called Wisconsin. Um, it is a, uh, kettle sour ale with cranberries and tangerine, uh, from a, uh, brewery in Green Bay, Wisconsin called Hinterland, Hmm. and it is
0: delicious.
3: Matt, what'd you sip it on? Um, I'm starting with a Jingle Java Holiday Stout from Bent River. Ooh, I've, I haven't had one this year, but I've had that before. I've never had this before. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's good.
0: Yeah. I I had some Christmas beers like earlier this week and I I was drinking a Christmas beer when you guys got here but that's not what I'm drinking. I am drinking This is a Sutter Home peach tea wine cocktail. I was looking for one of my regular like wines that I usually get and I saw this and, I was, and it was like on sale for like 6 bucks. And I was like I'm interested. I like peach tea. I like wine. I don't know. Like we are trying this live on air. (laughs) I'm kind of scared, guys.
2: I mean, you drank something that was like tasted like fruitcake. I think you'll be okay. Yeah,
0: that's not bad. I would
1: like to know how you're simultaneously 85 and 17.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's magic of show business. You're listening to The Geek
3: Awakens with Mitch, Matt,
2: Tabitha, Lydia,
3: and Ticket.
0: The bulk of our show, we're doing this tonight for two reasons. Um, One, um, since we've been gone... um... (laughs) Okay, Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) Uh, in the couple weeks that we were gone, like, I don't know, seventeen thousand trailers came out. And I you know, it's we haven't done a big knockdown drag out trailer takedown, so I felt like it was kind of appropriate. And whenever we do these, it usually takes up the bulk of the show. So I just cut out the middleman. Um, another reason I wanted to do something kind of happy because I'm we're we're gonna touch on this um because like the last couple weeks sucked, you know. Um right when we went on our break, um we found out that Jason David Frank passed away, mm-hmm. and that was like gut-wrenching, you know. Somebody who was, you know, like childhood hero for millions of kids, you know, growing up. The Green Ranger was like, man, that guy's badass. Um but yeah, but like and it was like that morning, it was a whirlwind. It was like a you know like oh these are rumors are they rumors like i looked on like wikipedia and at one time it said that he was he had died and then i looked again like 20 minutes later it's like oh no he's not and so like yeah it was yeah
2: <laughs> i literally spent the entire day going i am not believing this until i hear it from a legitimate source and it literally took the entire day for it to actually come out on something that I actually trusted. And that was like his Instagram that yeah. somebody had posted on for him.
0: It's like even after we had talked.
2: Yeah. I, I refused to believe it until I saw something like that. And yeah, I was, I was not okay that day.
0: Yeah. No, it was, it was awful. Um, I know, <clears throat> Lydia, I know that you had met him at a con before. I met him at a con before. I don't know if you guys ever did no. or even just kind of like experience him at a con, even if you didn't actually meet him, but, like, you could tell that, you know, like, he loved his fans. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is just... It's something that you see more and more with cons these days because, you know, these celebrities, they do, you know, realize that, hey, like, you know, like, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. But it's still not something you see all the time.
2: No, there's still a lot of people that... Are just there for oh yeah hi okay take a picture have a nice day bye and then there's the people like him that you can tell actually are taking the time to see the person individually and actually like, take the time to you know say hi and ask how their day's going and like, actually care about each person that's in that line waiting for them right
0: but um you know be remiss without saying though too like you know obviously we can think that we knew the guy but we 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 no. don't we don't know, you know, like he, he did take his own life. We don't know what led to that. You know, there's uh, there's speculation and all that kind of stuff. I won't, won't get into that. Um, but it's a shame that he thought that that's where it had to go, mm. you know. Um, and, you know, just just in general, the people in this room, the the people who are listening to this, you know, like the world is a better place with you here. And you need to know that so um so we had that and then earlier this week still kind of on the geeky side because she did play in star trek we lost kirstie alley which i loved her in cheers um (laughs) you know (laughs) and this celebrity death kind of shook me more not and not that i like thought about like oh hey how am i gonna feel when kirstie alley dies (laughs) i that that thought never come out of my mouth or out of my head but like that upset me more than I thought that it would. you know, like, granted, yeah, over the last you know decade or two, she's been I didn't agree with her a lot, you know, but like she's one still one of those like celebrities. I was still like, I still really liked you as a kid, so you get a pass. I don't agree with you, but it's okay.
2: We can disagree and still be friends,
0: <laughs> yeah, basically yeah. <laughs> anyway, um moving on to the poll list. Uh, we got a couple of books to talk about. Um, the first one is... Let me get to my notes. I had to handwrite my notes. It's okay. How Whoa. old school what have happened? you? Uh, well, nothing. Oh, okay. um, I've noticed that sometimes it's better for me to do trailer takedown math, writing it on paper <laughs> versus using my tablet. And I figured if we're doing these many trailers like you needed yeah
1: i heard trailer take down meth and i was like what
2: is that
3: (laughs) i mean yeah there's no breaking bad trailer
2: (laughs) no but there is one that's kind of similar
3: (laughs) (laughs) we are gonna
0: get to that
3: (laughs) anyway so
0: the first uh book we're talking about is rick and morty versus cthulhu number one it's out now from Oni Press, written by Jim Zub with art by Troy Little. Um, so after an off-world sugar deal loses its sweetness, Rick, Morty, and the rest of the family uh, fight their way through Lovecraftian lands. Um, Matt, I need to start with you. <laughs> you love Rick and Morty. You love Cthulhu. Um, this it, It's like this book was written for you.
3: It really is. Um and I will openly admit that I did not quite get all the way through it, but I am going to go back and read the rest of issue one and plow right on into issue two, um, which we also got. Um, this is this is a perfect blend of Rick and Morty and the Lovecraftian Mythos. Um, there's even a there's even a jab from Rick talking about how awful a person H.P. Lovecraft was and how he's a racist and all these types of things. And it was like, we're even admitting this, like, flat out, just from the get-go. It's just, it's great. Um, it's, the art-wise, it's not quite as close to some of these other Rick and Mortys that we've read. So, visually, it's not quite as close. Um, but at the same time, it does... They, they do go back in time to 1883 Arkham um, and have to deal with all of the Lovecraftian creations. Um, so the fact that that visually doesn't match works because the setting is different. Um, the characters all fit. Um, there are some real good short explanations Of things, so even if you don't know a lot or as much as I do about that universe, you can you can feel not you you don't feel like you're being left behind. Um, You know, it's it's like one of those good books where they use a word and then in context are able to explain or give the definition of. They they do that a lot already. Um, So. Uh, this is this is a huge thumbs up for me. I am ready for this entire series and to see the knockdown drag out battle at the end with Cthulhu.
0: Yeah. Um somebody who is a casual Rick and Morty fan at best and somebody who doesn't even know how to spell Cthulhu. Like I know the name, <laughs> but like whatever. Um I thought this was a fun adventure. And it it goes off the rails like the only way that Rick and Morty knows how to do. Like I said, like I, I've i seen Rick and Morty a handful of times. I've dabbled. I stuck my toe in. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fact that you just got the same look from three different people in the room should tell you something. <laughs> and that's what it should tell you. I didn't like that.
0: <laughs> but, um, so I'm not for sure if this is something that has happened in the series, uh, if it hasn't, I need to see a Rick and Summer adventure. Um, like mm-hmm. just a solo adventure. I like. I thought that she was completely badass in this in this first <laughs> issue, uh, and I, just one of those things. Like as I was reading it, I was still like, man, like I, I know that she's one of those side characters. I know that she does get the spotlight, you know, from time to time. Mm-hmm. But like, I need to see her like take the spotlight. <laughs> I don't know. If, you're he- if, if you've made it this far in the comic or not okay. yet. And I apologize if I spoil this for you, but... You're good. This is... In this first issue, I read what is quite possibly the best line that I've ever read in any comic book ever. Quote, If we leave now, Cthulhu gets to sit on his nerd-dominant octocock and that is something I will not abide. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Like, I I was like when I was reading, I was like, I need to take a mental note of that. I need to take a mental note of that. And when I was, <laughs> so I, I read it last night, and I was taking my notes this this afternoon, I'm like, oh dang it, I I forgot So I had to flip through the issue again and find it. And I was so glad that I did. I, I was worried I wasn't going to, but then yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I have to use that insult. <laughs> in in the future that's fantastic so also on the pull list is sad girl space lizard (laughs) it's out now from silver sprocket by iggy craig so lieutenant left is part of a two lizard mech crew alongside commander right left who works maintenance is found to step up and is uh is forced i'm sorry to step up ...and lead the team when Wright is injured on a mission. Warning, this book contains graphic lesbian lizard... ...les... lizard, Lesbian? Sex. What? Lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sad Girl Space Lizard uh, admittedly took me, like, maybe the first chapter and a half to really get into um the first you know first handful of pages i'm just like okay like i'm not i'm not quite invested you know um but you know seeing you know seeing you know lieutenant left you know like she's kind of like this character that just like goes through life you know she's just she just exists through life, you know. Until she is forced to be an active part of it. Otherwise she and her, you know, partner um will be trapped in space, you know. Um so seeing her, you know, being forced to step up and then, you know, not completely succeed, but for all intents and purposes succeed, you know, it was it was a good feeling. It was it was something that was it was really cool. Uh it was one of those things where it was like I don't know if you've ever read a book where Like the first chapter, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to finish it. And then by the time you finish it, you're like, I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. You know, it was kind of like that feeling. So before we start our trailer takedown of Palooza, that's what I'm calling it. Sure. Tabitha, I am Mm. very, very sorry. Um, I said we were going to start off with something that you wanted to talk about, and then I completely forgot about it because I was so focused on myself, like I do. (laughs) 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 So, do you want to talk about it now, or do you want to wait until the end? Oh, we can talk about it now. It's
1: also good to admit when you know that you're selfish. I'm proud of you for that. That was a good move. Yeah, thanks. Snaps for Mitch. I am a board member on the um, Lincoln Library Alliance, which is the fundraising organization for the Springfield Public Library. Um, we went public today with that information. And uh, if you check our social media, which is Lincoln Library Alliance, um, you will find a place to sign up to volunteer or to sign up to be a member with a donation.
0: It's t- and, and also, just so that you know, when I remembered that I forgot, I wrote your name in big letters right oh. here. <laughs> So yeah, you're welcome. Just staring at
1: that going, what am I supposed to be talking about? (laughs) Why does it say Tabitha here?
0: (laughs) All right. So like I said, there were a lot of trailers that came out in the last couple of weeks. And I... I shut it off at eight. Um, Matt, I know that you are usually our trailer takedown goober. <laughs> Were there any trailers that I sh- should have included, but I didn't?
3: I, I feel like there was one or two other ones, but at the same time, um, I think you hit the big ones that I knew came out and all kind of came out back to back to back. Um, so I, and I, I couldn't off the top of my head. Pick one that was missed, so I think we're I think we're pretty well covered.
0: Okay, cool. So, yeah, all right. And just so that you guys know, with the exception of one first round matchup, all the other ones are were randomly drawn. The one that <laughs> I purposely put together, um, it's the uh, um, the Chris Bratt round because I had to team up Guardians of the Galaxy versus Super Mario Brothers. Um, I mean, I just, I had to. So, the first matchup is when you finish Saving the World versus I can't believe these two words are going to come out of my mouth, one right after the other. Cocaine bear. (laughs) These are two very different movies. Um, So, when you finish Saving the World, um, stars Thin Wolfheart, yeah, from Stranger Things. He was the one that was in it too, right? Yes, yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, And Ghostbusters, right? Mm -hmm. Honestly, of the of the boys, because Millie Bobby Brown, she's gonna she's gonna be a billionaire. Uh, But of the boys, he's probably the one with like the most star power. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so he plays this teenager. It's fine. Um <laughs> he plays this teenager. Um he's a he does live streams with music and whatever and his mom is none other than Julianne Moore. Um I spent most of the trailer being like I know that woman. <laughs> Who is that woman? And then when they finally said Julianne Moore I was like, "Oh my god, how did I not na- I- how?"
1: The same reason you thought Wei Michelle and Anita Menzel were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I will never let that go.
0: That's fair. Putting That's that fair. on your tombstone.
1: <laughs> Here lies Mitch Ladd. He yep. didn't understand the difference between talent and whatever Leah Michelle is.
0: <laughs> you you won't let it go, just like that Leah Michelle song from Frozen. <laughs> um but anyway, but yeah, like this so when you finish Saving the World, it's it looks like it's gonna be a good story, heartwarming, you know, like you know, deals with a lot of teenage stuff that you know is more prevalent these days you know um but it's going up against a bear (laughs) who ate a lot of cocaine and this is apparently based on a true story i did not know this and oh my god like so this is like I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a horror movie. It's not a horror movie, but it is gory AF at times. (laughs) Um, I saw like, I didn't watch the trailer, but I saw a lot of celebrities that I follow on Instagram posting this trailer when it was released earlier this week. Um, And I'm just like, okay, this is, this is kind of weird. I'm kind of here for it. And that's honestly what like kind of started this whole trailer takedown palooza. Um, yeah, I am one thousand percent here for this movie. Uh, it looks str- it, it looks weird. Um, you know, Jesse Tyler Ferguson doesn't even make it out of the trailer alive. Like, we know that you know, kill your gays. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but like, I don't know. Like, there's just something about this movie, and it. it like the bear like at one point is like rubbing up against a tree and whatever and it's just like it's just so like i just i can't i can't so (laughs) as much as i want to be like oh yeah that's you know when you're finished saving the world no cocaine bear you get seven points and when you finish saving the world you get three um tabitha i feel like you are the closest thing to a cocaine bear in this room so let's go with you next (laughs)
1: What's ironic here is that my first line of notes about Cocaine Bear are um, of course this happened in Tennessee. <laughs> if I'd had another beer I might whip out my accent for this one. Um, my thought when watching this when you had your uh, moment about Julianne Moore which shame on you uh, when watching the other trailer I was like I'm sorry is that Carrie Russell? Like where have you been? Like did you just emerge from the depths of To, like, play this part in Cocaine Bear. I was really confused by that. Um, I refuse to think money was spent on Cocaine Bear, Mitch. I'm really sorry. This upsets me. Um, from a fundamental, like, (laughs) it hurts my soul. On the other hand, uh, when you finish Saving the World, uh, my notes say, is this how a kid from Stranger Things ends up with an Oscar? And then it also says, limited notes, because Julianne Moore. So I'm giving nine points to the... Off cocaine Bear uh, when you are saving the world <laughs> Cocaine Bear gets one point because the Cocaine Bear's glassy Cocaine out eyes were very accurate <laughs> like <laughs> that was an accurate Cocaine eye representation
0: have you come face to face with a Cocaine Bear I've,
1: I'm from I'm from Hamilton County I've come face to face with methed out hillbillies which is very similar <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt uh,
3: these are very different trailers just so very different. Um, just like this bear was before and after the cocaine. Um, <laughs> oh God. He should have gotten into that picnic <sighs> basket.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh, he even got a holiday one.
0: <laughs> she's, she's in the shaming spirit. Or actually,
2: I guess we're calling him season, seasonal depression shaming. <laughs> but anyway.
3: Um,. I have to agree with Tabitha that this feels like a Finn Wolfhard bid for an Oscar type of film. Are we still um, talking about Cocaine Bear? No, I'm going to go back to Cocaine Bear. <laughs> um, I have to let it take effect. Um, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, that trailer is really good. It does make it look like it's going to be slightly depressing. All the feels. Not sure if I'm here for all of that. But overall, it does look like it's going to be a good movie. Um, but Cocaine Bear, I this looks like a bad horror comedy movie. Which, as much as I don't really understand the horror comedy genre, this looks like they spent way too much money on it, but it also looks like it's going to be a an amazing ride. Um, <laughs> are we still talking about the movie, or are we just talking about cocaine? <laughs> I mean, if it's not going to be 10 hours long, you won't need cocaine to watch it. Um, I... I'm going to go six points for the cocaine bear and four for Finn Wolfhard's Oscar bid.
0: Lydia.
2: So I don't know what any of this is going to say about me as a person, but the when he finished saving the world or whatever the heck it's called, I could not even keep my attention long enough to finish the trailer. Basically, I gather that it's, it's like knockoff Evan Han- dear Evan Hansen without the music. Um, so <laughs> I'll, I'll just stick with uh, listening to that album. I'm good.
0: Didn't Julianne Moore <laughs> play
2: the mom? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I figured something. Uh, <laughs> I've cracked the case. Paw twist. Yeah. So yeah. Unfortunately, I I honestly have no idea what this movie is about other than that because I really didn't pay attention to it because I got sidetracked like. Not even thirty seconds in, um, cocaine bear. I I don't I don't know Like it looks stupid. It looks hilarious. It looks gory. It's for some reason has the TikTok IKEA guy on it, which I don't even know his name. Um,
3: oh, that is him.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: But you all busted my chops because I didn't immediately recognize Julianne Moore
1: i don't know what a tiktok ikea guy is matt doesn't even have a tiktok so i don't know what's happening
3: i just see reels two weeks later <laughs> like I a mean, real same. adult
2: S- same um, <laughs> honestly i think we have a future guilty pleasure dumpster fire contender
0: oh heck yes
2: <laughs> and i'm all for it so I'm, I'm gonna be the complete opposite of tabitha and i'm gonna give nine to the bear <laughs>
0: Okay. So with a score of 23 to 17, Cocaine Bear mauls Finwolf
3: hard and moves <laughs> on.
0: <laughs> Poor kid.
3: <laughs> can't even be mad at that joke.
0: I can. Can survive the upside down, but can't survive. Cocaine, Cocaine Bear? Bear? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Cocaine Bear <laughs> will <laughs> face the winner of Transformers Rise of the Beasts versus. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, um, Matt, you are
3: our resident Transformers fan. Why don't you lead this round off? Um, I still don't need any more Transformers movies. I don't. Um, yes, I am. I am the, the guy, the kid that actually remembers watching Beast Wars when it was on. Like I've probably seen every episode of it. Um, so all of these. Beast Transformer characters that show up in this trailer. I know who they all are. I'm probably one of like three people. Um, The problem for me is the fact that the Beast Wars... And I'm going to go full on super nerd here. Um, Beast Wars Transformers were different iterations of the characters that we already know and love. Characters like Optimus Prime and Bumblebee, etc. So, how these characters are going to coexist when basically the gorilla, who's Optimus Primal, and eh. yes, exactly, um, and Optimus Prime coexist at the same time, I can't wrap my head around how that's going to work. I just can't because of what I know of the show. So, um, I'm kind of intrigued to see these characters, these Transformers on the screen, but that conflict for me is going to be too much i don't know that i can get behind it 100 um strangely enough i didn't hear the michael bay noise at once in this trailer which was weird.
0: wow
3: I, I didn't i didn't really hear it um uh, maybe i wasn't paying close enough attention i don't know indiana jones and the dial of destiny from the moment that they announced this movie i was like love harrison ford he's amazing but he's too old to play Indiana Jones. We don't need another movie. Let it rest. I know that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was not the way you want to go out, but at the same time, like I was worried that he was seriously going to break a hip filming this movie. I was. Um, watching this trailer, I was so wrong. I was so, so wrong. Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, he always will be Indiana Jones. I didn't think we needed this movie But we absolutely 100% do I don't really have any idea what the Dial of Destiny is and I don't care But I'm going to go with Indy along for this ride And find out what it does and why It's around Nine points for Indiana Jones and one Point for the Conflagration That is Beast Wars
0: I am terrible at my job What were your points?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nine and one Indiana Jones nine Transformers one. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no Michael Bay noise. But did you notice that the end of that um, Transformers trailer, there was a high pitched squeal happening no. for like the last thirty seconds? Those it was no <laughs> it was there because the dog was like perked up and looking at it it's like the dog also this, has anxiety that's also not wrong um <laughs> he is my dog but there is like a high-pitched squeal at the mm. end so that has replaced the michael Bay noise it's oh, like reverb okay. but like real light and it was like just enough to where like me and dogs can hear it apparently it's terrible
2: I honestly Um, just thought it was the Bluetooth in my car because that's why I watched it.
1: (laughs) No, it's the trailer because it was happening on my TV too. Um, Also, I don't care what you try to do. The Transformers movies, they're all the same. The next threat is the greatest, biggest threat they've ever faced over and over and over and over. And it's just, it's repetitive and I hate it. I do enjoy Anthony Ramos though. So that is a little conflicting for me. Um, However, my notes about Indiana Jones aren't no notes, perfection, carry on. So... I'm giving Indiana Jones nine and I'm giving Anthony Ramos one. <laughs> <laughs> that was nine and one, Mitch. Thank you. Nine and one.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm not for sure if I've shared this with you guys. I have not seen any Indiana Jones movies. We started to watch
3: one, but I feel like we. That's started to watch worse one. than the Harry Potter yeah. situation.
0: And it's, and it's not even the situation with Harry Potter where it was just like, I don't care about Harry Potter. Like, I have nothing against Indiana Jones. It's just, it's not something that I've ever actively tried to see.
1: You could watch them and look for the Star Wars Easter eggs. That's I could. fun.
0: I could. You're right. Anyway, so these two trailers, it's a movie that I have next to no cultural knowledge of versus a franchise that I stopped caring about. About midway through the second movie. And they've had like 14. (laughs) So. You see where my dilemma's at. (laughs) However. Here's my thing. And I even like. I made sure to write this note. Because I wanted to make sure. That I talked about it. So in the Indiana Jones trailer. At one point. Indiana Jones punches a Nazi. Fantastic. (laughs) I am totally here for it. (laughs) Especially. In 2022, um, anytime you show a pu- Nazi getting punched, A-OK in my book. On the flip side, Transformers, uh, Rise of the Beasts, I saw zero Nazis getting punched. I wrote this down because, like before you two gave me your points, so I'm not copying you. But I am also... Giving Indiana Jones nine points versus Transformers one point. Only reason that Transformers gets any points is because, as much as I don't care about the franchise, um, the the voice of Optimus Prime will forever be spot on. Mm-hmm. So, Lydia, let's maybe not talk about Nazis. <laughs>
2: okay, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Honestly, I think we have talked about the Indiana Jones thing before because I am not far behind you because I have never sat and watched the first Indiana Jones all the way through. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. And the only Indiana Jones movie that I have seen all the way through is Crystal Skull. Oh my god, Lydia. Because we saw (laughs) it in the theater. (laughs) That's so much worse. Yeah. So, that said... This trailer had me hooked from the get-go, and I want to watch all of them now just so I can just be like, yay, I was I was there through the whole thing, and now I get to watch you do all of this while well, you try not to, like Matt said, break a hip. Um, <laughs> as, far as, as far as Transformers, wh- why are we still making these? Money. You're, you're, I feel like you're going to be spending more money making them than you're making it in return anymore, but hey, you do you. Um, so, yeah, to to just make it unanimous, Indiana Jones gets nine of my points and Transformers gets one only because, like, they are spending money. The graphics are still nice. And also, uh, we went to Universal on the honeymoon and that was one of the best rides that we did. But I feel like that ride is going to be better than this movie. So that's also, you know, kind of a downside for the movie. Yes.
0: So with a score of 36 to 4... Uh, Indiana Jones and in the Dial of Destiny whips Transformers Rise of the Beasts
1: <laughs> What? Because he has a whip No Mitchell
2: <laughs> Tabitha says nay nay uh.
0: <laughs> Who was that directed at?
1: Lydia got the holiday <laughs> shame for Spice You got the shame because you exist
0: all right (laughs) so round three (laughs) is is our crisp rat round and it is super mario brothers versus guardians of the galaxy volume three tabitha you are our resident crisp rat fan so let's start with you
1: um, so, are we all in agreement that they're gonna kill Rocket in Guardians? Based on that trailer? Rocket's gonna die, because he's, like, dying on the table, and then Crisp Rat is, like, screaming, like, Ah, my friend. Are we all in agreement that that's what's gonna happen?
0: Yeah. We'll talk. It's my turn.
1: Okay, but I... It, Somebody Show died. of hands, do we think that that's probably pretty... Yeah, okay, we're all nodding. Great. Um... I don't want to watch that in public because while I don't like Crisp Rat and I don't really like the Guardians series, it's not my favorite. I do really like raccoons.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, also, I, I brought this up to Matt. When they jump out of whatever they're jumping out of, though, if we've like, like para jumping, they're the color of the Infinity Stones. And I want to know if that was on purpose. Hmm. And it's weird for me. Like, I thought we were done with that, but they're like literally the color of the Infinity Stones. And then, at the end of the day, not even Will Poulter can make me watch this movie, so at least not in the public eye, where I'm going to cry over the dead raccoon, so I refuse. Um, Guys, I truly hate the animation style of Super Mario Bros. It looks like Dollar General Pixar, and it stresses me out. Um, I will probably watch this if I'm, like, real drunk, mostly because I would, like, Jack Black and I feel like Jack Black as Bowser was really good casting on their part. Um I am however struggling to give Crisp Rat any points, so I'm just going to go 5 and 5.
0: All right. <clears throat> so here's my thing. I don't think that they would kill off a character as popular as Rocket has been. I'm not saying okay, let me take that back. They would kill him off. However, they're not going to make that known in the trailer. So I've heard I, I I've seen some fan theories that while Rocket may not be killed off, he may be like reverted back to his actual raccoon self. Effectively for all intents and purposes, killing off the character because we don't see Rocket anymore. Uh, but he gets a happy ending. So I think, if anything, it goes in that in that direction.
1: Have we been watching the same Marvel movies for the last 15, 20 years? Because they always kill somebody off, and then it's like, it's like harrowing when they do
0: that. That's what I'm saying, though. <clears throat> but they don't make it obvious in the trailer. Like, we're saying in this first trailer for Guardians... We already see who they're killing off. I don't think that they are... Excuse me. I don't think they're going to play their cards that far in advance.
2: You think he's a red herring. <clears throat>
0: Possibly. Or, yeah, exactly. Maybe somebody else dies. I mean, I feel like Peter Quill might be, you know, like, the logical step, you know? Um, but, yeah, like... Yeah, they either... Either, yeah, like, they revert Rocket back to, or Rocket just stays as is, but somebody else, I don't want to say more important, because with the Guardians of the Galaxy, they all have their importance to them. Um, but I feel like, I, I don't think that Rocket's going to be the one to go.
1: I no longer trust Marvel, so that <laughs> yeah, that, too. That's kind yeah. of my problem. Like, I feel like they, they always give us, like, in trailers and even down to like the posters like they give us those like hints to things and they're always wrong i kind of feel like they maybe have figured out that they're always wrong and now they're going to be like ah screw it here's your here's your spoiler just in your face here you
2: go yeah
0: okay Okay. i mean either way
1: i'm not watching it in public because i can't go through that emotional battle in the in you know around other humans right right yeah so because i like like (laughs)
0: raccoons (laughs) (laughs) um in general um, unlike Tabitha, Guardians of the Galaxy has been one of my favorite franchises within the MCU. Um, you know, that that first movie was just so good. So good. Um, and, you know, these are characters that I've really enjoyed. I feel like they've all improved over the years for the most part. Um, I feel like I don't like how they how much they've dumbed down Drax, but that's a different story. Um... But, yeah, so, like, I'm not excited to see this ending of this team, but it's time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes up against Super Mario Bros. For the most part, it has a decent cast. <clears throat> Obviously, um, we, we've we all been complaining about Chris Pratt since he was cast as Mario, and then when we got the tre- teaser trailer, and we realized, oh, it's just Chris doing his normal voice you know um and with this trailer like yeah we see a lot more voices or i guess we hear a lot more voices and they're done a lot better but even still charlie day as luigi doesn't do that much of a luigi voice like is just kind of like yeah this is charlie day um so i mean if we're gonna hate on chris bratt we should probably you know spread the love or hate if you will um overall like i want to like this trailer And I might still see this movie. Um, There were a lot of really cool, fun Easter eggs, but we'll see. I feel like this movie is missing something, and I don't know what it is. So I am giving seven points to Guardians, three points to Mario Brothers. Lydia.
2: So I'm probably a horrible person, which I think I've mentioned already tonight. I... (laughs) laughed out loud when Drax threw the ball back in the little alien girl's face. Oh, that was Same. funny. That was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I'm excited for this. So the Guardians movies have been good. Um, some of my favorites, some watching the MCU. I do still have a lot of catching up to do because I'm behind on get, again on all the Marvel stuff, so I'm not looking forward to doing that to watch this movie, but, you know, is what it is. Um. I'm also curious to see, like you guys have talked about, what way they go with the whole rocket thing and who's going to die and who's not going to die and what all that is. Also, I really want to know who this otter is.
0: Assuming it's the same otter, this otter shows up in at least one of the more recent Rocket solo series. Mm. I don't remember exactly what role they play in Rocket's life, but like, I don't think it's like a girlfriend-wife situation, but it maybe. So, Because,
2: so, you know, I'm me and I love otters, but I, I also have a, a, a fear that it's going to be like, oh, it's like a best friend that's been gone and he finds each other and then he's going to betray him and then I'm going to be mad because I'm going to have to be mad at the otter and I'm not going to like that. Um, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I didn't have the aversion to the uh, animation style like Tabitha did. It kind of reminded me of, like, Wreck-It Ralph. Kind of the style that they went with for all the different video game characters for that. So it didn't bother me, the animation style they shows. It does bother me that none of the voices match the characters. Like, and it's not just Chris Pratt. It's not just Charlie Day. It's, like, nobody sounds like the characters should sound. And Mario is, like, such at this point it's such an old series and it's so well known for the accents that all the different characters have that took me out of it it's like no nobody sounds like they should so why should I believe that this is Super Mario Brothers but I did like all the different uh, easter eggs like you said all the kind of callbacks to the various games so I'm, I am I kind of want to watch it just to see if I can catch all those because I know it's like Mario Kart um, Mario uh, Sunshine or whatever it was called I'm blanking now but I did catch a lot of those, so for that reason I kind of want to watch it, but I'm going to hate it just because none of the voices have the correct accents. So <clears throat> I'm going to give Mario 3 and Guardians of the Galaxy 7.
3: Matt. Um, the, I don't know. Um, I've been against Chris Pratt's Mario from the beginning, and it wasn't great in the teaser. It's gotten worse in the full trailer. The final nail in the coffin for him voicing this character was in the trailer when he does the it's a me line. It's so bad. It's a bad. <laughs> it it pulls it, it pulled me so far out of that trailer when he used that line that it just kind of ruined the whole thing. Um, I do think that Jack Black, although it doesn't necessarily fit Bowser, like he was he, the best part he's of it. the best choice for that character. Anya Taylor Joy as Peach is a pretty solid fit. Um, I, so I don't have a huge problem with the rest of the cast. I I just don't know. It's not a new story. Like, we've already had this story. If you've played any of the Mario games, the story is exactly what it is in any of those games. Um, There's nothing new to it. You've got Bowser trying to take over the world. Then, you know, this crew is going to take him out. Um, Guardians, I don't know what to think anymore about Marvel and their teasers and their spoilers and who's going to die and who's going to live. All we know is that James Gunn has said that this is the last time we will see this iteration of the guardians team. So things are going to change who, what, where, when, why, how we don't know. Um, and I think, yes, we're going to lose at least one, if not two of these characters. Um, I have enjoyed it. It hasn't necessarily been my favorite of the, like the series on the sequels. Um, but I do enjoy the lighthearted tone that James Gunn has been able to put into this series. Um, I'm going to go six, for guardians and four for Mario.
1: <laughs> you look, I, you look mathematically confused. I, I, I,
3: I'm
0: confused right now. Hold on. Um, <laughs>
1: I feel like we need that like calculating noise from like the 80s like
0: <laughs> okay i know what i did wrong <laughs> math, math. <laughs> 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 um i had already planned because i know how i can be with with uh doing math sometimes but like the instagram post for this episode is going to be some like variation of you know like that meme of that woman like yep i was like, just yeah. having yeah. that thought yep that's what this is gonna be so, anyway, with a score of 25 to 15, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, throws a banana peel at Super Mario Bros. <laughs> that will face the winner of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Beep. Blank, versus um, quite possibly my most excited trailer. Call me Miss Cleo. Um Lydia. You haven't started the started off around yet. I know you're not usually happy to, but what, you want to do this one.
2: I mean, sure. I'm not particularly happy, like excited about either one of these, but I'll go first, I guess. Um, this little art of not giving a, you know, is another one of the trailers that I had trouble like paying attention to tonight. It kind of was, it was not kind of. It was very sporadic, and. I was more just annoyed that they were trying to use uh, the song Tub Thumping to like keep me interested because, you know, little Lydia used to jam to that song, and I definitely should not have been.
0: Grown up Lydia also still jams to it, right?
2: You're not wrong. <laughs> so, honestly, that was like the the best part of that trailer to me was <laughs> just sitting there jamming to that song and going, you're trying to make me care be- with this song, and I don't care. <laughs> And also, with um, Call Me Miss Cleo, I I remember seeing some of the little like snippets from when I was younger, like on TV late at night. I never paid attention to her. I'll be honest, I'm not going to watch either one of these, because it's not up my alley either way. So I'm just going to go middle of the road and give each of them five. And I hope you guys enjoy them better than I enjoyed these trailers. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know why, because, like, I've never read Subtle Art, but I'm familiar with it. You know, I know that it's a self-help book. Um, I don't know why, but, like, for some reason, I thought that, going into it, I thought that Subtle Art was going to be kind of like a, almost like a dramatization of of the book. And it's not. And as far as I can tell, like, this is going to get a theatrical release, this feels like it's something that should be on just, like, a streaming platform. It's a neat idea. Like, doing this self-help guide in the form of a movie. Um, but, I don't know. I just, I don't think that it's going to find the audience that it needs to find. Like in a theater? This. Yeah. Um, call Me Miss Cleo. Oh, my gosh. Um I... I I I loved Miss Cleo as a kid. I anyone our age and Lydia, I'm giving you um, I'm giving you some credit because you are quite a bit younger. You're the baby of the group, um, but you know anybody of our age. You know, like we grew up on Miss Cleo, uh, the scandal surrounding her. You know, like I I'm sure that you two know way more about it than I do. Um, <laughs> I haven't, you know, I haven't really fallen completely down that rabbit hole yet, but I think this documentary will make me fall, like fall (laughs) right down that rabbit hole. I am so here for it. Um, I'm giving eight points to Call Me Miss Cleo, two points to Subtle Art.
3: um, Matt, I was distracted by the bell tower over here. Um... (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, I- I'm gonna agree with you Mitch, that subtle art feels like it should be like a docu series on a streaming service. Not a full theatrical movie release. Um, it, it, it just it the trailer is real scattered, real discombobulating. It's just it's strange. it's weird, it doesn't really flow. Miss Cleo, oh my God. You knew you were up late as a kid watching TV if you got to the point where Miss Cleo commercials were coming on. And then it was like a whole new world. And Tabitha probably does know about this scandal. I actually did not know there was a scandal involving her. I just knew that all of a sudden, at some point in my life, you stopped seeing Miss Cleo commercials. She just disappeared. And the joke was always that you would have thought she'd seen it coming. Um, <laughs> But I didn't know That I needed a documentary about Her and what happened Until I started watching this trailer And When does it come out? The 15th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're watching it that night 100% I, I can't wait mm, 10 points to Cleo Tabitha
1: um, So, subtle art um, I did not read this book. I'm not a proponent of self help uh, books. Um, I have enough stuff going on in my life without the entertainment I consume trying to make me feel better or worse about myself. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have time for that. Um, I love Miss Cleo, and I do know a fair amount about the scandal, uh, mostly because I live for a Federal Trade Commission investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm the world's most boring human.
0: Okay. Right before the you're the world's most boring human, that was like the most Tabitha thing I have ever heard in my <laughs> life. Because for... you not a boring human. No.
1: Yeah. no. I, uh, I do. I live for an FTC uh, investigation. It's just oh, brings me joy. I spend a lot of time on the internet when I probably shouldn't be on the internet and most of that time is spent researching things that I don't need to and the Federal Trade Commission, for some god-awful reason, is one of those things that I'm obsessed with. Anyway, <laughs> don't ask. Um, we had very limited access to TV when I was a kid. So, like, if I was at a sleepover, it was about the only time I would see Miss Cleo. But then I was like, Miss Cleo. Like, I thought it was so cool. But I, at the end of the day, like, I think the woman was trying to help people in her own way. So I'm very interested to see this. I love a documentary. I love an investigation series. I love a scandal. I love the random celebrities. Like, what is Raven Simone doing? Here, right? <laughs> like, what's happening? I love the random celebrities they're bringing on to interview. Like this hat. This is checking literally every single box.
3: You know the thing about Raven Simone is, is that she's about our age. So the fact that we have this connection to Miss Cleo Makes and that sense. she does too, it just solidifies who she was mm-hmm. to us growing up and who yeah. Miss Cleo was.
1: True. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm giving nine points to it. I am giving one point to uh, Subtle Art for the absolute cojones that it takes to try to make this a theatrical release <laughs> <laughs> and assume that people will go.
2: Random thought, because you guys mentioned Raven and Miss Cleo and everything, didn't they actually do like a parody episode of That's yes. a Raven? Mm-hmm. with? Yeah, I thought yeah, so.
1: Because she could like see the future. Yeah. And it was like a Miss Cleo thing. And like, yeah, there was a reference in there
0: for that.
2: I, I thought so. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, call me Miss Cleo said, call me now and the subtle art of not giving an F ran away. That was a bad one, guys. I, I'm... You I, started strong. Yeah, I did. So, that was trash. Thanks. Act like you're the first person in my life to say that. <laughs> Alright. I don't have time for your trauma, Nick. <laughs> Alright. So it's time for the semifinals. Um, we are going strong. Granted, this is pre-editing and I'm going to edit a few things out, but we are at an hour and two minutes right now. (laughs) So, you know, that's a thing. That's a
2: good thing. This is all we did.
0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. So first round, Cocaine Bear versus Indiana Jones. God. Um, I am going... Most of the my point reasoning is just for the simple fact that it, it would be a lot different if I had seen more Indiana Jones movies, but I just... I'm not an Indiana Jones fan, and so it's going to take an awful lot less work for me to go and see Cocaine Bear than it would for me to go and watch all the Indiana Jones movies to know what's going on except for Punching Nazis. So <laughs> the- I am giving... Eight points to Cocaine Bear and two to Indiana Jones. Um, Matt,
3: this is tough. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, I have to put my points in the one that I'm more likely to watch sooner rather than later. And having always been an Indiana Jones fan, that's where I'm going to land. Um, So I'm going to say eight points to Indiana Jones and two to Cocaine Bear. Lydia.
2: See, I've seen more Indiana Jones than you, but I also feel like I'm not as invested as I should be. But at the same time, Cocaine Bear is going to be a guilty pleasure in the disguise of a dumpster fire. And I'm not sure which one's going to lean towards more. And that intrigues me. So, I'm still going to give Indy more points, though, because, you know, e- even at the age he is, he-, he, can st- he still is running around doing all that. So, I mean, I barely want to get out of bed most days. Um, so, it's not going to be much, but I'm going to give six to Indiana Jones. I'm going to give four to the the hopped
0: high- up bear. <laughs> uh, Tabitha.
1: Coked out bear gets nothing. Give it all to Harrison Ford. Sorry, there's uh, breaking news, and it's actually a uh, an FTC acquisition.
3: (laughs) Sorry, this is my fault.
1: (coughs) So I'm. uh, (laughs) This was
3: this was the story I had in my back pocket in case we needed to talk about something tonight.
1: Yeah, and I didn't know about this one yet. So
3: it's FTC and filing suit against Microsoft for the Activision Blizzard acquisition, which we had talked about in the past. So thought I'd yeah. All
0: right. So. Indiana Jones is going to face the winner of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three versus Call Me Miss Cleo. Um, Tabitha, let's start with you.
1: And giving the raccoon one point and nine points to Miss Cleo. Also, I want to know what Miss Cleo thinks about the Marvel trailer to see if she thinks that Ra- rockets good.
0: <laughs> I mean, Cleo was long dead.
1: Well, I know, but we it, it, she
0: can resurrect her, or we can like
1: oh my we, God, can God, we can just resurrect it. Like, her like, pet yeah! pet. No, but we could have a Ouija board, and we could try to contact the school.
0: I thought we were going to have the same idea, but we didn't. You definitely to... did not. <laughs> no. He got so
3: excited, he thought it was the same idea. Yeah.
0: No, no. My... Same idea, same idea, not same idea. Not same idea. <laughs> <laughs> and what I said weren't actually words. I was hoping we could resurrect Rocket.
1: No, I mean, we could maybe do that, too. But I mean, I want to use a Ouija board to contact school, <laughs> So
0: Lydia. Oh.
2: I-, I am not going to watch the Miss Cleo thing, because I don't really do documentaries anyway, so I'm going to be opposite of her, and I'm going to give nine to Guardians of the Galaxy and one to Cleo.
0: This is, honestly, this one is probably my toughest matchup, because I am excited about both of these, but um, at the same time, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out summertime may may okay um call me miss cleo comes out like next week so w- i am more excited about call me miss cleo right now so i am giving four points to guardians of the galaxy and six to call me miss cleo matt
3: as as much as i am intrigued to see how this group ends their ride as the Guardians. You're right. It is not until May. We're going to get at least one more trailer. Um, Miss Cleo is arriving next week. And I still think in this case, I have a little bit of MCU hangover. Um, So I'm going to go seven points for Miss Cleo and three for Guardians. So with a score of 23 to 17, Call Me Miss
0: Cleo moves to the finals. Um, I will hopefully edit out these next few seconds, but go ahead, take about 10 seconds to come up with points. If you need them, if you don't need them, um, look at FTC filings. I don't know. <laughs> FTC won't let me be.
1: <laughs> I just blacked out everything you said for the last five minutes. Who won? <laughs>
3: You better leave that FTC song in, though. I swear to God. Oh, I will. I okay, mean, good.
2: And what are we putting points to? <laughs> okay. That
0: w- would be what's helpful? the fi-
3: Reiterate the final matchup Indiana
0: Jones okay. versus Call Me Miss Cleo. <coughs> All right. Y'all ready? <laughs> All right. Um. right. I'm going to start. <sighs> I'm sorry, Indy. I'm very excited about Call Me Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo gets all of my points. Tabitha.
1: I can't pick between Indiana Jones and Miss Cleo. Um,
2: so I'm going to do 5 and 5. Lydia. Sorry Miss Cleo, I'm not going to watch your documentary. Indiana Jones gets my points. Matt.
3: <sighs> Pressure's on. Um, this is this is this is a hard one. 6 for India 6 for Indy and 4 for Miss Cleo.
0: With a score of twenty-one to nineteen, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny wins trailer takedown.
3: That's fairly typical Palooza. for Indy by the skin of his teeth.
0: Whew. And on that note, um, if you made it this far, um, congratulations! <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Um, that is going to do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. Um. I know we don't have much long in this year, <clears throat> but hopefully the, the plan is we're going to have uh, new episodes every week for the rest of the year.
2: I so. don't like the way you said that because yeah, that I made know. it sound like we like as people are coming yeah. to an end and uh, I'm <laughs> not know. ready. The end is not. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: I realized that as I was saying it and there was like a brief pause and I was like, hmm, how can I get out of this? I was like, I can't. We're just going to roll with it. <laughs> so anyway um, we'll be back next week in the meantime, check us out on social media Uh, tell us what cool stuff we're missing out on any questions, comments, or concerns and shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com Tabitha's looking at a spider Um, (laughs) from all of us at the Geek Awakens thanks for listening and we hope to catch you next time everybody say daddy long legs
1: that's a really good spider (laughs) (laughs)